Welcome to The Stuck Stops Here, a podcast devoted to cycle breakers. We want to celebrate and empower those who have woken up and decided that toxic, generational dysfunction can end with you. My name is Tammy Atman, and I hit rock bottom in 2014, and during those moments of despair, I decided change was my only option. Emotional abuse, both covert and overt, is contagious and leaves invisible scars. The next generation deserves better than what we got. Join me and my amazing co-host and producer, LW, as we have raw and real conversations infused with bad words and humor, designed to inspire awareness, acceptance, and strength. We are not therapists and have no clinical training. You are not alone. Healing does not happen in isolation. Together, all of us can break the familial chains of shame, guilt, fear, and blame. Our stuck can stop here. Perspective can be hard to come by when you spend most of your time licking your own wounds. Quote by Darcy Wilder. Sometimes clarity and aha moments hit me quite randomly. I was recently connected to a musician who lives in another state who is around my age, which is old, and he wants to start a band. He is a lifelong musician whose four children are now grown, and he is getting back into it. Since we are both old, we were discussing how hard it is to form a band at our age. I didn't say this out loud to him, but I was envious as he told me how he was in and out of bands when he was young. When I was young, I was in and out of depression and anxiety. It makes me sad that the band I helped start at 37 years old that almost made it crashed and burned in part because of my fear of failure, all-consuming need to control, and all-or-nothing thinking. I think about the erratic behaviors and thoughts that consumed me for most of my adult life and the horrible professional decisions I made. In the early stages of my healing journey, I spent a lot of time grieving the loss of who I was supposed to be and asking myself, why did it take me so long to figure this out? All-or-nothing thinking is one of many negative and polarizing thought processes I mastered. And I have read that it is common among people with anxiety and depression. When thinking in all-or-nothing terms, everything is viewed in extremes. From how you view yourself, for how you assess daily life experiences, everything is intense and drastic. I used the word never quite a bit and had no ability to realistically define success and failure. I was addicted to all or nothing thinking because deep down I felt powerless and tricked myself into falsely believing I had authority over all outcomes across all challenging situations. All or nothing thinking and fear of failure, paved a perfect path to perfectionism. I was raised with impossibly high expectations that I could never meet, and as 
as miserable as that made me, it was familiar. So I stayed on that poison path for far too long and continuously kept moving the goalposts. I chased and demanded trophies, accolades, tangible outcomes, just like an addict desperate for their next fix. And even when I succeeded, you can't see me, I'm doing the finger quotes, but even when I succeeded, it never lasted. I was already racing toward the next achievement. It was as if the emptiness inside my heart and soul was so loud that the silence of not chasing something and living under pressure ate away at me. I unconsciously kept self-sabotaging myself by fortifying that toxic wall between the false me and the real me. I still cringe when I recall my flawless execution in trying to control everything. I overplanned, freaked out when things didn't go according to my plan, obsessed over small details, and catastrophized everything. I was addicted to friction, as if perpetual struggling was my sole purpose here on earth. Believing that I had power over people and situations was abusive, both to myself and the people around me. Sometimes I still apply that stinking thinking and second-guessing even to these podcasts. Are they engaging enough? Are they funny? Am I boring? Should I be doing more? Am I saying things the right way? Am I speaking from the eye enough? Am I preaching too much? Does any of this matter? And then I take a breath and remember it is a process and a practice. And space and patience is a necessary part of trying to fulfill my life purpose. Healing is not linear. And to unlearn what was branded into my brain before I was three years old is not and will never be an overnight event. My unconscious goal and subliminal motivation for half my life was to avoid the monstrous weight of shame that crushed my spirit every day. I was covertly and overtly rejected by my toxic parents. I never fit in with anyone. I always felt different. I was the only one in this very small town with a deaf mother, an absentee father, and an emotionally abusive stepfather. So I spent most of my adult life reacting to setbacks and defeats with unhealthy levels of self-loathing. No wonder I hit rock bottom so hard. A few things I learned to do and still do on my healing journey. None of it is easy. It's practice. One, keep things simple. Two, embrace uncertainty with dignity instead of rage. Three, got comfortable with my flaws and imperfections and mistakes. Four, softened my communication style and speak from the I and avoid saying you should. Five, redefined stress and cope with realistic stress in healthy ways. Six, trust that things will work out the way they are supposed to. Seven, 
step mindfully outside my comfort zone and avoid the bull in a china shop approach that I used most of my life. Eight, stop dwelling in the past, stop worrying about the future. I will end with a quote from Dana R. Curry. Healing is like an onion. As you process through one layer of trauma to release the pain and heal, a new layer will surface. One layer after another layer will bring up new issues to focus on. Pace yourself. Only focus on one layer at a time. This is L.W. No Lie. Join us again next time where we continue to dig deep and dive in so we can stop the stuck.